Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you live on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Wow, what a week. What a midweek of Premier League action we have, topped off today by an astounding result at Old Trafford, where lackluster bottom dwellers, Sheffield United, who couldn't beg a goal all season, have beaten title hopefuls Manchester United 2-1, as I mentioned, at Old Trafford. So much to discuss in this game. Also... Everton Leicester uh, let's talk about that let's look at the top of the table let's look at the bottom of the table so much to look at here in the Premier League and of course uh, we have a whole slate of matches coming up this weekend I've already given you my prediction for the Thursday match which is Liverpool Tottenham but we can revisit that there is so much to get to today as the greatest reality show on in the world continues and no I'm not talking about the Kardashians we are of course talking about the English Premier League. So much to get to, uh, so little time. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It is a pleasure and a privilege uh, to have you guys with me each and every week night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, uh, 3 a.m. on the East Coast for those of you that are up late listening on Sports Overnight America. This show is brought to you by uh, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, we're going to talk a little odds, and let's look back and see how I did with my Premier League picks for the week. And I can tell you that didn't do so well today, <laughs> but I don't think many people did. All right, uh, once again, Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. That's the way you can find me and get in touch because the show works best when I have input from you. Also, Chelsea, first match under Tuchel, a bit of a disappointment. Let's talk about that. Let's continue the discussion about Chelsea Football Club and potentially the incredible disappointment that must be felt by Chelsea fans right now after a big summer of signings. All right, I'll be right back after this. World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Violent Broadcast Network, and Sirius XM. Oh, and maybe you're listening on one of our digital platforms, uh, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or the award-winning Sirius XM app. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Welcome to the show. You know what's right around the corner? The Super Bowl. Not just that, by the way. We've got the Champions League getting ready for the knockout rounds. We're now over the hump on the Premier League into the second half of the season. All the big European leagues in full swing. So much to get to. <clears throat> and if you're looking for a place to bet on any of these sports, betonline.ag, it's the best and only place that you can knock it in. They've got game spreads, totals, team player coaching props. They've got it all at a bet at a betonline.ag. And by the way, <clears throat> you may remember 
I put out my pick for the sack race. I said Frank Lampard's next up, and indeed he was sacked. So if you had that in there, because I know they have that at betonline.ag as well. Look, they give you more options to wager than any other place online. They've always got that online casino as well, which never closes. Head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, the betonline.ag. Sign up today and make BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. And as I like to remind you, please bet responsibly and make sports betting an enhancement to your overall fandom of the game and make it your entertainment and not your lifestyle, okay? Uh, do yourself a favor. But it is a lot of fun, and BetOnline is a great place. All right. Um, wow. I mean, the reverberations in the Premier League just continue. Uh, <laughs> I heard a great quote today from Jose Mourinho. Um, being asked about the upcoming match against Liverpool, talking about someone asked him how difficult it was to repeat as title holders, and he he said, you know, one thing about Mourinho that I really do, I I, I love the guy, right? I mean, obviously, I think he's a terrific manager. Uh, I think he's outspoken. I think he's great for people like me because he's a quote machine. But what he said essentially was. I don't think anybody expected Liverpool to take uh, to run away with it like they did last year. I think he made that plainly clear. But the point that he said was another point he met, said was critical. He said, "You know, if you haven't won the title, you always wonder if what you're doing is right and if you've got a good enough squad. But if you've won the title, you know your squad is good enough to win it again." And I think that is such an interesting view of repeating in the title race, particularly when we look at Liverpool. And, and we're going to talk about Liverpool a little bit more in the show today because, look, they were completely dominant last year. And the year before, there were really two dominant teams, Manchester City and Liverpool. The year before, Liverpool lost it by one point, if you remember. We're going to get into that in the next segment in detail. But in the meantime, and I don't know how we digressed here, I want to talk about Chelsea because they fire Frank Lampard after, you know, let's be honest. Um, beginning of December, they beat Leeds 3-1 at home. In the next nine games... They lose four, draw two, and is that right? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Pure me. In the next eight games, they lose two, uh, lose two, draw two, uh, lose, no, lose four, draw two, win two. That's in the eight games. The ninth game was actually today uh, where they had that um, rather... <clears throat> lackluster, shall we say, uh, result um, against Wolverhampton Wanderers. But if you look at Chelsea as a whole, no one was talking about sacking Frank Lampard just a month and a half ago. Seven weeks ago, let's say. Seven weeks ago, they were flying high. They were third in the league. They'd only lost one match all season, and that was the uh, second match of the season where they lost to the champions, Liverpool. Other than that, all wins with the exception of four, uh, th uh, th three or four draws. 
They are flying high. They've got 200 million in signings. They've got young players. They're playing dynamic, exciting football. And then all of a sudden, the wheels come off the bus. Proverbially, because I don't actually think the wheels really did come off the bus, by the way. All of a sudden, they start to have a little blip. And I just don't know why you fire a manager when you just have a blip. It's not like they lost every match. They had some, some bad results, for sure. I mean, they lost to Everton, but you know Everton's a good team. They lost to Wolves. Wolves at times can really present a problem. They lost to Arsenal. Okay, big London derby. Arsenal are resurgent. And they lost to Man City. 3-1. So let me get this straight. Your second, third in the table, you lose to Everton, Wolves, Arsenal, and Man City. And you have victories against, oh, and pardon me, and you lose, and, and I think you lost, uh, they lost to Leicester City as well. But you have wins against Fulham, you have wins against West Ham, and a draw against Villa, who are always very difficult, particularly away from home. Look, as I look at the Chelsea results, I don't see a meltdown. I just see a blip. A normal blip in a period of time where matches are coming fast and furious, where COVID is keeping the fans out of the stadiums, where the bubble is putting all sorts of uh, extra pressure on your players. Why fire the manager now? It makes no sense to me. You've allowed him to invest over 200 million pounds in players, his players. You don't go from first to worst. And point of fact, they weren't even worse. They went down mid-table, seventh and eighth. But, you know, you're talking about a league with the likes of Man City and Leicester and Liverpool and Tottenham and United are flying high. And, you know, West Ham are having a great season. <coughs> It's unfair. It's wrong. And I think the sole reason that Lampard was fired, and by the way, all you got to do is look to Manchester. <laughs> look to Man United, who when United were having their blips and it looked all bad and it looked like disaster was coming, and despite today's results, by the way, you know, they kept faith with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Look at Arsenal. They kept faith with Mikel Arteta. And they're coming around nicely. They haven't lost since God knows when. Since December the 20th. Unbeaten in six. They had faith with the manager. Unbeaten in six. Keep that in mind. Chelsea have gone, what, six games, seven games on a blip? And you fire the manager. Well, the reason they fired the manager was clearly because of the availability of Thomas Tuchel. It wasn't for any other reason. I, I, in a normal world, Frank Lampard should have been given more time at Chelsea. Um, you know, there's rumors, the various papers are reporting he lost the locker room, etc., etc. You know, I don't know if that's true or not. All I know is that Super Frank is a Chelsea legend who put together an exciting young team got a string of good results, and had a blip. And you fire him on the first blip. I much prefer the idea of bringing Avram Grant in to maybe help him 
and navigate some of the stuff that he wasn't maybe navigating properly. But just to fire him, I just think that's not right, given what we've seen the likes of Arsenal and Man United, etc., etc. But what it does tell me is that they didn't believe that Frank was the guy for the long term, because if they did, they never would have fired him after a five or six game less than perfect streak. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. What do you think? Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back after this. All right, well, look, <clears throat> with a new year, there's tons of new big games in sports. We talk about it. This show, obviously, we talk about the Premier League and the Champions League and the European Leagues and the Euros and the World Cup and, of course, the Super Bowl coming up. That is, in America, the big game, TBG. And with the big game, TBG, you need big stakes. That's right, big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and that big game. Visit kansascitystakes.com slash gameday. Save up to $25 on combos that are perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code BLEAV. Believe BLEAV. That, of course, is our podcast network. You get free shipping if you use BLEAV at checkout. Try out the new snack pack combo featuring small plates loaded with flavors. How about this mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders? I'll say that again. Mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders. Oh, making my mouth water. Mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Every order flash frozen delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or you get your money back. Basically every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. That's KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. And use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's a B-L-E-A-V. Use that code at checkout and get free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. And I can tell you, I have ordered from Kansas City Steaks, and I have been very happy with the results, uh, as I know you will be too. Who is not happy with the results, though? How about that as a segue? Uh, Let's start and look back at my predictions. And allow me to say that my predictions of yesterday, well, they were borderline perfect, actually. (laughs) If you you look at it, I said uh, that West Ham were going to beat Crystal Palace. And we had a nice, some nice plus money on West Ham again, courtesy of our good friends, BetOnline.ag. And guess what? West Ham did beat Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park, three goals to do. You picked up plus one forty. You're smiling. You're saying Nick is my sage. Nick is my guru. And then we move across to the next match: Leeds United, Newcastle. Leeds a minus one ten. The away favourites. They did not disappoint. Love this Bielsa side. Love Leeds United. I love their attitude. And we're going to talk about this. You know, it is the way they approach football. They have nothing to lose every game they play. They know everybody expected them to just go straight back down the toilet. 
<laughs> so they come out, they play, they got no pressure, they love to play flowing football, they love to score goals, muchos goles, as, uh, um, what was his name, Carlos, uh, I'll remember his name now, the guy in the galaxy when I used to work for, for the galaxy. Anyway, I, <laughs> I digress, I guess that's one of the side effects of age. <laughs> uh, Leeds United, I love them. Great, fun, fun, fun team to watch. Um, you know, if you want defensive football, they're probably not the team to watch as uh, Crystal Palace have conceded more. But other than that, the only team to concede more than them is West Brom, who have actually leaked 48 goals on the season, which is a shocking number. They're actually minus 33, West Brom. Wow. That's over 2.4 goals a game West Brom are conceding. Think about that. <coughs> Excuse me. It's an absolutely shocker. It's a shocking number. <coughs> so, Leeds United, go to St. Mary's and get the win. I need to take a sip of water. I'm choking here. Much better. Next, I had Arsenal going to visit Southampton. And I pipped Arsenal for the win. Well, they did exactly that, 3-1. And the beauty of it was, plus 125, Arsenal are back. Arsenal have found their mojo. Arsenal beat a game Southampton team coming off an enormous, enormous victory over in, in this uh, over the season against Liverpool. Of course, they've had, you know, they did lose to Leicester, and now they've lost to Arsenal. So <clears throat> the luster of coming off a bit of Southampton. But, you know, a team fully capable of beating anybody on the day. And also go to St. Mary's away and knock in three goals. And, and that, my friends, is called Mojo. So I got that one right. So, so far, I got the Hammers over Palace. I got Leeds over Newcastle. I got Arsenal plus 125 over Southampton. And that was a better's paradise that game because you had plus money on the home team. You had plus money on Arsenal. And, of course, plus money on a draw, as you always do. And the final match... The Hawthorns wet Man City facing West Bromwich Albion. This one, to me, was an easy pick. Uh, Man City minus 535. I said take the over, and the over played as City beat West Brom by five goals to nil. So I did, I, I did quite well. I mean, I think uh, all things considered, right? That's, uh, let's see, that's four out of four. That's 100%. You can't do better than that. It's actually 5 out of 5 if you consider the over bet I gave you on City. So then you come to Wednesday's matches, where things are a little bit different. At Stamford Bridge, Chelsea hosted Wolves. Chelsea minus 165, Thomas Tuchel's first match in charge. Wolves have been a little lackluster, unable to score goals of late. And so I had Chelsea Pip to win this because, look, Chelsea, when they are in their form, uh, are really a nice-looking team. Although, by the way, Wolves have scored plenty of goals in their last four games. But I just thought Chelsea were going to do this. I did not figure this match to be probably the most boring, the second most boring match of the season. Nil-nil. No goals at Stamford Bridge. Both teams take a point, and so I got that one wrong. The draw was plus three or five, which is interesting because there was a better chance of a draw than a Wolves win. 
Uh, probably should have taken that. Uh, next up, Burnley, Aston Villa. I thought this was going to be a draw. Um, and it nearly was. It nearly was a draw. Burnley, a team with a little bit of fire right now, uh, particularly coming off that 1-0 uh, victory at Anfield, breaking Liverpool's fortress Anfield record. Uh, they were flying high, meeting a Villa team who loves to play away from home. This was at Turf Moor, so I thought this could you know, possibly favour Villa a little bit. Villa coming off a big win at home against Newcastle. But Villa come off the boil a little bit, to be honest, uh, the last three matches or so. They had a 1-1 at Stamford Bridge. Uh, they lost 2-1 at uh, Old Trafford, although they were right in that game. Uh, they lost 2-0 uh, away at City and then the 2-0 loss uh, at Newcastle. So uh, it's been a, they've been in a bit of a slump of late. And then to uh, show up and play Burnley, who have a bit of fire. I actually thought this would be a draw, though. It wasn't Burnley 1. So I'm 0 for 2 for today. Brighton, Fulham. Uh, this was a match that I was pretty sure Brighton were going to win. Um I like Brighton. I think they've, you know, I, I think they play some good. Oh, I like football, Fulham too. But at the Amex, and, and, and I think Brighton sometimes, the results have uh, not necessarily been indicative of the way they've played their football. I thought Brighton, uh, uh, Fulham would be a Brighton win. It was actually a draw plus 235. So I'm over three today. Everton, Leicester. I thought Leicester City were going to have trouble with Everton's physicality at Goodison, and they did for much of the game, to be fair, okay? To be fair, I thought I was pretty much uh, right on the money on this game. Hamas Rodriguez getting a goal in the 30th minute for Everton, but Yuri Tielemans comes back in the 67th minute and gets the equalizer. Everton had a couple other sniffs at goal, not able to finish. A fair result, by the way, on this match. But not the result that I had predicted. I was pretty sure Everton were going to win this game and they did not draw. So now I'm 0 for 4. And finally, the last match. And I'm not going to get into this match in any sort of detail right now. But let's just say it was Old Trafford. It was the worst team against the top team. And uh, the results were shocking. If you put... One th if you put... Uh, <coughs> If you put money on Sheffield United on the money line, you were very happy because at plus 1,050, this, folks, this was the upset of the season, pure and simple. And for me, the shocker about this match was that Sheffield scored two goals away against United Keep in mind, Sheffield United, a team that has only scored 10 goals in the entire season up to this match. They have now only scored 12 goals in 20 matches, and two of those goals were against Man United. A shocking result. I don't think... It's one of these where we're going to get schadenfreude about United for those of us that hate them. I'm going to give you a balanced opinion about today's Man United-Sheffield match and about the balance of the title race when we come back right here 
World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, and the American Forces Network. I'm Nick Eber. I'll be right back. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I will be right back after this. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. That, of course, Generation X, 100 Punks Rule. And if you don't know who that singer is, that is Billy Idol. Before his solo career, welcome back to the show, Nicky, but giving you a bit of punk history here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. No EDM here. No Top 40 here. No R&B here. Modern R&B. We're doing punk rock from the era and the day, going back to even before the day. Let's go back to the Stooges, the Dolls, Little Velvet. I enjoy the uh, intro and outro music. It's uh, one of the great bits of fun we get to have on the show, along with, of course, talking about football, which we do each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast for you early birds. That's available on Sports Overnight America. Look, if you miss any part of this show uh, and you don't catch it on uh, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, uh, iHeart, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app, never fear, because you can always get the show on our podcast network. We have a great podcast network the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network. And this isn't the only soccer show on the network as well. You need to check out BSI, the podcast, which is hosted by former and current USL and MLS players, Benny Failhaber, Sal Zizo, and Ike Opara. Uh, this is a show where the hosts call up a weekly topic, current event, you know, something sports-related topic, and they have a guest. Um, they share behind-the-scenes stories, have a nice chinwag, and then they've got this section called Ike's Interrogation, where all of a sudden they just start hammering the guests with questions from listeners. It's actually a really fun show. You'll really enjoy it. BSI, the podcast. Now, if you are a fan of soccer in America and have been for a while, and particularly if you're on the East Coast, you will know who Shep Messing is. Former goalkeeper for the Cosmos, two-time Cosmo goalkeeper, including having a stint with Pele, a great guy, a legend of the game, been around the broadcasting and football world here in America for decades. Lo- loads of respect for Shep. He's got a fun show called the Shep Messing Daily Cast. They talk a lot of Red Bulls when they're in season and when they're not. It's all about U.S. soccer and uh, global, the global games. So check it out. And of course, check out World Soccer Radio on there as well. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to us as well on apple Podcasts, spotify you got it we can get it you know where we are all right let's get back to it so we're talking a bit about the man united result today where in an absolutely shocking result the shocking result of the season and by the way we have had some absolutely flabbergasting results this season we we really have right i mean i'm just thinking offhand about the huge results um, not even Liverpool losing at home to Southampton. That is a huge result. 
not even Liverpool losing, pardon me, losing at home to Bur- uh, losing at home to Burnley, and losing away at Southampton. That was less a result. The Burnley result was huge. But of course, nothing's huger than the seven-two away thumping the champions took at Villa Park. So, I mean, that's Liverpool with three crazy results right there. Would you not agree? And what about old Crystal Palace getting beat? What was it? Seven, seven nil, seven nil by Liverpool at home. Again, Liverpool involved in some of these loony results, but they're not the only ones. Not by a long shot. Manchester City getting thumped at home, five goals to two, beaten by Leicester City in the second game of the season. If that didn't shock you, I don't know what did. Man United getting beaten at Old Trafford by six, a scoreline of 6-1 at home. This is when people were calling for the head of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You get where I'm going with this, right? We're looking at some of these outlier results in the Premier League. You know, when you looked at Liverpool and you looked at their and you looked at their season and you said, "Yeah, you know, that 7 uh that 7-2 loss to Villa was an anomaly. Put that aside. Look at the rest of the results, how great they are. Then, of course, they go and lose to Southampton and they lose at home to Burnley. I mean, that opens your eyes, right? So today, United losing at home 2-1 to the worst team in the league, hands down. Although, and I have to be fair here, a team who is far better than the results that they've been putting on the board are. I think this result today blew open the title race. And I I, I don't think, look, I'm not suggesting that the result today decided the title race. Because for my mind at this point today on current form, and again, anything can happen. I hearken back to the Etihad, 27th of September, Leicester City beats Man City 5-2. But as things stand today, on form, Manchester City are going to win the Premier League. They have a game in hand. If they win that game, they'll go. They'll be four points ahead of United. They'll be ten points ahead of Liverpool, although... Liverpool have a game in hand. So anywhere between seven and ten points ahead of Liverpool. That's how important this result today was. And it doesn't get any easier. Man United have to travel uh, to the Emirates on Saturday to play Arsenal. Whereas Manchester City get to go, get to host at the Etihad, Sheffield United who have had a horrible schedule having to go to Old Trafford, where, of course, they won. But now they've got to go play a totally different style of Manchester team in City. And I do not predict there will be any slip-ups here. And that I think Manchester City will win that match with ease. Leicester City have a very tough game at home against Leeds United. 
Liverpool are facing Tottenham on Thursday and then West Ham United on Sunday. Liverpool's season is in their hands the next two matches. If they can beat Tottenham and they can beat West Ham, by the way, West Ham ahead of Liverpool in the table, West Ham have been on a, a wonderful run since just after Christmas, unbeaten in five. If Liverpool can beat West Ham and Liverpool can beat Tottenham, then we have more of a wide-open title race than we had thought. I'm assuming Leicester City are going to beat Leeds United. But again, I will be giving you the full uh, Premier League uh, pundits preview and prognostication show on Friday where we'll look at all the matches. We'll look at who's injured, who's not, who's likely to play, uh, etc., etc. By the way, Thursday is likely to be Joel Matip and Jordan Henderson back in the lineup for Liverpool. Those will be two big helps for them. But let's get off Liverpool for a minute and let's just talk in general now about the Premier League. What you are seeing this year versus what you saw last year is a function of teams, number one, adapting to the style of Liverpool. That's one of the reasons that Liverpool isn't doing as well. Liverpool have had, obviously, key injuries that have badly affected the team. And I think they're just a little bit tired. And those three things... Opposition teams changing tactically to deal with Liverpool. Injuries to key players in the Liverpool squad. And finally, fatigue factor. That's why Liverpool uh, have not won in the last five games. Although, keep in mind, the sixth game they beat Crystal Palace 7-0. But that was in the middle of December. So that was almost five weeks ago at this point. Almost six weeks, actually. So what we're seeing is a game of momentum, a game of fitness, a game of tactical ability to change up based on the players that you're putting out on the pitch at any one given time. I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done a really good job of that. This this result today for Man United is... I, I won't say it's an outlier, and I won't say it's an anomaly, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. I have been telling you all along that I applauded Man United's results and what they had done this season, but I felt they were a little tenu tenuous. They were eking out some of these results, which, of course, champions do. We'll all agree on that. But game over game over game over game. If you play Russian roulette, eventually you will hit a chamber with a bullet in it. And that is what happened today. You know, when Bruno Fernandes and Edison Cavani have an off day, it's not good at United. Martial had an off day. But again, look at Liverpool. You've got Firmino and Salah and Mane, and they've had a lot of off days recently. It's cyclical. It can come. It can go. When the players that are most important to you are suddenly off, City had it earlier with Aguero when he was injured. You know, your results suffer because the other teams in the Premier League are fully capable of beating you, whether they're at the dead bottom of the table or at the top of the table. And you saw that today with Sheffield United.
Even West Brom pull out a win, 3-2, at the Molyneux. You can't take anything for granted. You can't take any teams for granted. Again, coming up next, Man City host Sheffield. I take Man City are on a freaking roll right now. Five goals against West Brom, two goals against Villa, four goals against Palace, uh, one against Brighton, uh, three goals against Chelsea. I mean, from a team that had problems scoring goals just a few games ago, they have become the, the Premier League's second most prolific goal scorers behind only Man United and Liverpool. That's a pretty impressive number, given the fact they were halfway down the table in goal scoring just a few games ago. City on a roll. They have momentum. They have their players back. They've had their blip. That's why I'm going to probably hedge my bets, but I think City on in pole position to win the league this year. What's well, not necessarily what they want to win. Of course, they would love to win it, but they want to win the Champions League. That's the prize they want. United, I think United are going to have a bit of a tough run coming up, to be honest with you. They play Arsenal. Then they host Southampton. Then they host Everton. Then it gets a bit easier away at West Brom and home against Newcastle. So anyhow, uh, I'm out of time. That's my predictions. That's where we are in the Premier League, the greatest reality show on earth. Uh, this is World Soccer Radio, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern on Sports Overnight America. I'm Nick Eber. I will be right back after this to wrap it all up. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Nick Eber with you. Just going to wrap the show up. Uh, what a what an incredible midweek. Tomorrow, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, Liverpool will face Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, while I'm talking to you, I'm going to multitask here, and I'm going to pull up the current money lines on that, courtesy of betonline.ag. I'll see if things have changed, and I'll give you my pick for tomorrow's match because I have suddenly had... A bit of a change of tune. I thought this was going to be a draw. But, you know, I think with Man United losing today, I just have a feeling that might kick things into gear. Okay, I'm going to take Liverpool on that. The away team, plus one one three, plus one thirteen at betonline.ag. Tottenham, the home team, plus 225. The draw, plus 265. I'm going to take Liverpool to win this match tomorrow. Okay, Friday, I will be back with my full Premier League prognostications for you. Uh, we'll go through every match over the weekend. There's a bunch of big ones, too. It's going to be a lot of fun as the Premier League uh, gets really down to uh, the uh, exciting part of the season. What a day. What a week. The loser this week, I felt, was Chelsea Football Club. I really think uh, firing Frank Lampard... A big mistake. I, you know, I don't know they're going to get different results under Tuchel that they would have under Lampard with this squad. This squad built by Lampard with 200 million pounds worth of buying power. 
good young players. A club legend has left the club. I think this was a mistake. And I wonder, I just wonder if there were any other things that really precipitated uh, this happening. All right, well, that's going to wrap the show. I'll be back with you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. In the meantime, if you've missed any part of the show, don't worry. You can go back and check it out on our podcast network. That's the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, uh, where you could find this show as well as other shows like BSI The Podcast and the Shep Messing Daily Cast. Once again, Twitter. At Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Have a great night. Enjoy the Liverpool match. Liverpool-Tottenham tomorrow. Tottenham-Liverpool. I'll chat to you after. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.